This is CliffCentral.com. 360biz on CliffCentral.com. Good afternoon, good afternoon, and welcome to another edition of Cliff Central 360 Biz. My name is Tsehoke Kana. I am rolling solo today. My brothers in arms are not with me. Um, Tebukho is overseas and Bulelani is stuck in a business meeting. The life of entrepreneurs. But I've got special guests today. I'm excited about today. Um, I have roped in a friend who is a co-host. Hi, TK. Hello, <laughs> How are you? I'm doing great. Yeah, no, I threw him under, <laughs> under the, the bus. <laughs> no, no, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. How are you doing today? No, I'm perfect. I'm perfect. Um, so my interim um, co-host today, his name is Tando Kwasi He's a Zulu man from KZN. I'm not going to say much about you because I really threw you under the bus, but we'll, we'll, we'll roll with the show. So just stick with me. Until we finish, are you good though? No, I'm, I'm, I'm super, I'm super. Thank you so much uh, for throwing me under the bus. I hope I perform as expected. No, you will, you will, you will, you will. So today we're talking Opportunity Wednesday. So we are talking about opportunities that have been presented for entrepreneurs out there. We are talking about opportunities that entrepreneurs are getting out there and and grabbing for themselves. And and our first guest today. They have started an opportunity that I feel is very strong and, and, and suited for entrepreneurs out there. Unfortunately, my brothers who would have benefited from this are not here and I hope that they're listening. So entrepreneurs and innovators fuel economic growth. We rely on them to create new jobs, implement pioneering ideas and attract global investment. Yet this is a sector that has been largely overlooked and underserviced by traditional banking models. When working with entrepreneurs, accountants are hamstrung by long lead times in assessing crucial information and are often unable to provide the quick administrative turnaround that last, that fast-moving businesses require. So having recognized this critical challenge, Standard Bank has launched a... Um, a system, I guess, they'll, they'll, they'll correct me, called Edge, which is a unique banking proposition that leverages of all Standard Bank's universal financial services to deliver the solution in a disruptive manner. So this unique, the unique offer is for entrepreneurs. My guest today is Imkita. Hi, Imkita. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm great. I'm very good. Please just tell us um, a bit about you, who you are, and um, what do you do at Standard Bank? Okay, so I look after the Edge uh, proposition, um, which has been um, in development for the past two years. So what is Edge? Edge is a, a proposition. Mm. So um, it's a way for Standard Bank to look at how we improve the experience of entrepreneurs as they engage with the bank. But as we were developing it, we realized that accountants are quite key to the development and the success of entrepreneurs. So we've developed a solution that sort of makes the experience for accountants in terms of the information that they need, the seamless flow of information that they need from the bank, being able to flow directly to the accountants so that they can fulfill that role in terms of supporting their entrepreneurs. Mm, so you talk about accountants. Mm. Um, so let's say I'm, 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 you know, a tax shop owner and I, I don't have, I literally do my books manually, you know, and I've got a book, um, hard copy book. How, how does that benefit me if I'm that type of entrepreneur? 
So firstly, um, we realize that um, a lot of the, the entrepreneurs that we've spoken to um, have said that accountants play a very important role in their lives from a financial advice point of view and also from a compliance point of view. So we found that entrepreneurs are happy to leave the financial and compliance part to their to their respective accountants so that they can concentrate on running their tax shops, as mm. you say. So in, in terms of what we look for, when we look for entrepreneurs that we can assist, our only qualifying criteria is that you must have an accountant. And if you mm. don't have an accountant, we then refer an accountant from our panel of accountants that can perhaps assist you. We just find that it works out better that you know, you've know you got the support that is required for you to take your business further so that you can concentrate on running you know, the tax shop. Mm. Um, and then we would engage with that account as we then plan for how you succeed in future. Mm, okay, that is interesting. So Edge basically gives us, um, um, it's a proposition that helps um, businesses, entrepreneurs, specifically to accountants. So is it a tool? So at the moment, um, it's, it's, it's a solution. Mm. So what you get when you come into the Edge family is that you get one person that you can contact for anything that is bank related and that person is available to you 24-7 because one of the things that we found is that the bank is an intimidating place. Mm. Entrepreneurs don't know where to go. I mean, there's 50,000 um, employees in Santa Bank and if you are, you know, an, an entrepreneur, you really don't know where to find the solution. So you get one person that can navigate, you know, we call ourselves the concierge into, into mm. the bank, that can navigate the bank space for you. Then you also get um, packaging of loans. So when you do require funding, we're able to sit down with you, with your accountant to package the loan so that it's credit ready because we know what the bank is going to look for so that there's no back and forth between now you and the bank in terms of what's required. We already know what's required. We then tailor make your application in terms of trying to fit what the bank is is looking for. And in terms of the accountant, the accountant themselves, if they're not with Edge, like it's like a third party that doesn't have a a direct relationship with a bank. So Mm -hmm. normally an accountant can't come to Standard Bank and say, I I service this this tax shop and I want their information because the bank is going to say, who are you? So we put in place a mandate um, that then allows Edge to share information with the accountants that are already vetted, that are on our panel, um, so that we, we eliminate the, the entrepreneur always going back and forth between the accountant and the bank. So we try and, you know, improve that, that seamless, ex- that, that, that seamless experience, um, mm. for both the accountant and for the entrepreneur. Then there's other things like, um, um, we, our entrepreneurs get access to the lounge, which is quite a popular thing. Mm, okay. Um, we don't believe in, in, Giving forms, we pre-populate forms, so we're trying to get away from, you know, um, the filling in forms. I don't think anybody particularly like enjoys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's I, I, essentially what what you get. You get mm. a seamless experience, a personalized experience into the bank, and access to information so that you can, you know, move your business forward. Mm. So TK, without being biased, do you think that? Um, uh, do you consider yourself as an entrepreneur, even if it's a side business? Um, definitely. I mean, um, you have to, I, I believe you have to see yourself as one mm. to become one or to become greater at what you do. So um, in all the entrepreneurial adventures that one uh, sort of dive, dives into, um, 
uh, yes, the the idea is to ultimately grow it bigger uh, so that it starts um, not only uh, benefiting me, but the people um, around me mm. as well, you know, mm. creating mm. employment opportunities and things like that. Yeah. And do you think that banks in general look after entrepreneurs, especially small scale entrepreneurs? Um I think uh banks uh, do have a role to play a big one at that and um it's uh it's about um the entrepreneurs themselves um standing up and and going to their banks uh, because generally banks are, are looked at as that big brother who who's always ready to punish you mm. you know uh but uh if you and and I suppose with um uh, Edge uh, coming onto the play, um, it starts to to create a softer conversation with the bank because mm. now you are able to approach someone uh, to to then approach the bank on your behalf in terms of the the more complex stuff that you, that that you need. But as a small time entrepreneur, I think yes, uh, people just need to 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 go to the banks and and actually keep knocking because that's what it's all about as an entrepreneur. That you keep knocking at doors that that are even closed, so that someone somewhere will listen to you. Mm, mm. So yeah, uh, so it's a little bit of a two-edged two-edged sword. It's it's both the responsibility of the consumer going to the bank, and then the bank as well um, the responsibility to actually listen to the concerns or the um, the needs of of that particular consumer, and making sure that they package whatever it is that the consumer is looking for at mm. that time. So Zimkita, um, I'm an entrepreneur and I, when I look at banks in general, I feel like they are too far-fetched for me. For the, the least I can get from a bank, um, for my small business would be just a bank account, you know. So how comfortable would you make me in taking the services of age? Yeah, so um, when we did, um, when we are look, we're talking to our entrepreneurs, because this this solution was actually developed with the help of entrepreneurs. I'm talking even the look, the name, and everything, oh, okay. the tagline was actually developed with the help of the intra- entrepreneurs. And one of the things that they said, which was a, a shock to me, was that they feel that banks judge them. So that came out quite mm. a lot, you know. Mm. And in our positioning, we were, we were very deliberate to say we're actually on the side of the entrepreneur. What that practically means is that we would package whatever you require in terms of a loan, we'll sit down with you, um, do what, what's required to get it to credit. And if for whatever reason, Sana Bank can't do the transaction, we actually take it to other banks. We've got the mandate oh, to do okay. that. And we had to do that to prove that we're not in it for Standard Bank. We're mm. actually in it for the entrepreneur and the accountants themselves. So rest assured, um, whatever whatever's required from our side to help you get to the next level of your journey, even if it means going to another bank, it's something that the team is very comfortable and has actually done before. Um, just to make sure that we move away from that whole judgment thing, because in actual fact, um, entrepreneurs are so critical to the growth of this economy. It, it baffles me that... Um, there would even be this perception that banks judge them because banks need entrepreneurs um, to be successful at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And yet entrepreneurs don't know that. 
<laughs> that's, why, don't know that. that's why that's why we exist <laughs> yes well well um what led to i mean you said that in 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 coming up with edge you had to research with entrepreneurs you had to work with them to come up with a solution like edge but what led to some of the insights and the formula um in formulating edge so some of the insights i think the bank realized that the traditional banking route is not working i think you mentioned before that it's not serving entrepreneurs that uh, the way that it should and it was important that we actually got a blank canvas as a group when we started off um blank as in we even had non-bankers helping us most of the team that developed this is actually entrepreneurs mm. so we i mean from the onset as we were developing there were things like you know most of the team must must be people from outside of the bank and and because that was important because we we're trying to see how we'd start from a completely blank space, mm. go to entrepreneurs, say, okay, what are your pain points? What don't you like about the bank? Come back, develop, go back to them again and say, would this work? And if they say yes, no, come back again, as opposed to the bank developing and throwing it to the entrepreneurs and hoping that it's something that, you know, they'll, they'll like. So we use mm. things like, um, design thinking or use lean innovation to try and see how we better, you know, get to a solution that we know is something that the entrepreneurs want, not necessarily what Standard Bank wants. That is very interesting. Like, I mean, if I had a proper business with an accountant, <laughs> I would definitely consider that. And, and, and I mean, it brings me to my other question. Can any business use Edge? Any business can use Edge as long as you have an accountant. And if you don't have one, we'll find one for you. Oh, yeah. Okay. So we don't, we don't say because your revenue is yes. zero. I wanted uh, we to can't ask help you. Turnover has no. to be. Oh, okay, okay. All right, that's interesting. I may be coming to you guys soon. <laughs> <laughs> no, we recognize that it might be zero now, but mm. you know, it could be 10 million soon. And I guess if people are serious about their business and managing their business finances, you know, mm. this would be a suitable fo- solution Correct. for them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, um, uh, how, how much efficient will the edge service be when it's compared to how efficient is it compared to normal bank banking? So in terms of the one point of contact, um, our ratios work out much better than the <laughs> the normal bank. So mm. our our service is actually very personalized. Um, so it will be more efficient because you we will have that person that's allocated to you, and they will not hand you over. They will see you through. They will see the request through from personal, from business, from trust, that person will navigate the bank on your behalf. Um, and also um, the availability 24-7, um, something that I think is not offered in the rest of the banking channels. And we have had customers testing us on mm. that, um, calling us at 3 a.m. in the morning just to make sure somebody will pick up. So in terms of availability and access, I think it's definitely uh, more efficient than the, the rest of the banking model. And and we hope that it will, you know, the 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 edge, the edge way of doing things will, in time, you know, you know, um, filter into the rest of the bank. So, how can people access the edge services? Um, we've got a website, um, www.edgebanking.co.za. There's a number. That mm-hmm. um, I don't know if I can leave it with you. Please, uh, there's an email as well. Um, <coughs> that's how you can 
contact the team. Okay, so we can you can you, you can leave the details with us, okay. and then we'll just post it on on our social media. Um, and that is for entrepreneurs who are looking for best accounting solutions. Edge, I believe, is a solution for you. TK, do you want to say anything? Um, well, I, I think this is a groundbreaking um, uh, initiative or um, edge um, because now, as as I alluded to earlier on, now you start to have this dynamic where the entrepreneur is able to then come to the bank and get exactly what they need and I think um, entrepreneurs should uh, really uh, look into into getting on on board and, and 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 taking their businesses to the next level and I mean as Zim was saying um, anyone is 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 welcome to 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 join um and if you don't have an accountant they'll find one for you but if you do have an accountant then that's great you just get on and just um keep your business moving mm, wow thank you so much standard bank you. is bringing you edge i believe it was launched today yes how was the launch <laughs> wonderful <laughs> awesome we're awesome, very excited awesome. Awesome. No, no, no. Um, our community of entrepreneurs will also get to know more about Edge. That was Zimkita Zatu, head of Edge at Standard Bank, and my co-host that I threw under the bus, Tando Kwasi Thank you so much, guys, for joining us. It's a pleasure. So if you want to know more about your customers and speak to them when it matters, you need Touchbase Pro. Here at Clip Central, we experience the first hand as we experience this firsthand as we use them for our daily newsletter, which is the only place to get popular weekly conundrum every Friday. Turn indifferent customers into customers who can't wait to engage with your brand by collecting meaningful insights and valuable info on what interests them so you can get target individuals and create new strategies. Touchbase Pro can also help with setting up effective email campaigns to maximize sales and mend the love lost between sales and marketing. And at the end of each month, you will have meaningful reports to show your team, taking the guesswork out of email marketing stats. Get to emailwins.co.za now for a chance to receive a mini strategic assessment plus an email campaign to 25,000 customers. With the Touchbase Pro account manager, you will send emails your customers cannot ignore. Go to emailwins.co.za. If you change nothing, nothing changes. 360biz on cliffcentral.com. So the second part of our interview today, we are talking Opportunity Wednesday. So we're talking about entrepreneurs who grabbed opportunities, who broke doors, who, who, who kicked those doors that were locked in front of them. So most people believe that entrepreneurs in less developed economies, such as those in Africa, um, only start their own businesses because they have no other options and are desperate to earn a living for themselves and their families. Entrepreneurial opportunities of all Types exist in every part of the world And while opportunities may be diverse In different economic contexts There are ambitious entrepreneurs everywhere With the aspiration to pursue them What I love about entrepreneurs Especially in Africa Is that they have learned to turn challenges Into solutions and solutions into opportunities Ultimately making themselves money It has become more It has become more of creating Opportunities for yourselves And your community in order to make something Out of your life and your business 
And entrepreneurs today are, bre- are breaking barriers and kicking those doors. Uh, examples of these are my brothers, Bulelani Balabala, they were homophobic, people like DJs Boo, they have, they have broken those doors. And I'm so happy today in studio to be talking to two entrepreneurs business people that have grown into the business and industries that have seen as tough industries but have made it. So welcome gentlemen. Thank you. Thank you. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm very good. I'm very good. Yes. So I have Chef Melusitwala with yes. me who's the founder of the Mood Pop-Up and Sky Rooftop Restaurant. Uh, it's and actually uh, the Mood Food Truck and Pop-Up Restaurant. The Sky Rooftop, we do it on a Saturday. Uh, we do our stalls. Awesome. We'll talk about that. And we've got Leroy Joyce, who is the general manager at Cool Ideas. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. How are you guys? Yeah. Well, in yourself. I'm good. I'm good. TK is still with me. Tandukwazi is still with me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so Melusi, you guys do African cuisine. Yes. Right. Tell me more about your business. Uh, the mood food truck is inspired by the different cultures and environments, uh, where about we cater for, uh, for graveyard, uh, lunch. It's a five star restaurant, which is going to be going around doing lunch, uh, dinner and graveyard. So basically what it, the mood, the name of the mood is inspired by, uh, the environment, especially if you look at your, uh, the two in July is about to happen. So the, the name mood, so we know that we're going to be specializing with, uh, Curries, if we go to townships, specialize in mkhodus, and then if we go to the burbs, mm. we specialize in gourmet beef burgers and burros rolls. Mm. So, we, we've actually, uh, the, the business, when I started it, uh, it's, it's something that came up a long time ago, uh, I think in 2009, but I wasn't matured in, in the industry so much, but I got the chance to work at the Serengeti Boutique Fine Dining. So my experience kind of escalated. So I, I, I got to get more experience because I was going to be like the, the, the mamas at the township, selling pop, coleslaw and beetroot. So I've learned more about systems, costing and how to upgrade our own uh, food industry in the street market. And uh, for me, it's very versatile, you understand? Because in most cases, uh, what I've realized, what we cater for also is your... Uh, Vetsies. I'm looking at catering for Vetsies, your, your UJs, your varsities. Because the main idea, if you look at it, in the long run, uh, we're looking at our future leaders, your uh, doctors, lawyers, and all that stuff. Uh, they're going to be dining in, into restaurants. But no one is actually going in the institution. They'll only be served KFC, McDonald's. So the Mood Food Truck is inspired also to grow your palate in order for you, by the time you graduate... By the, uh, when you're having your meetings after graduating, you know what is a uh, roulade, uh, you know, a bullet base and all these terms. Roulade, it's like, uh, you, it, it's a roll. It's a roll and uh, you make uh, an, a nice fuss out of a chicken. And then it, it doesn't matter. Uh, it, it, normally they use a chicken to make it fast. And then you roll it in nicely. You put, you can put whatever any variation that you prefer. Mm, so, mm. yeah, it's, it's just to, uh, the wood food truck is just to expose People and African food, uh, and then the pop-up restaurant. What we actually specialize in is, uh, I've traveled overseas. What I've, I've realized, uh, there's a lot of people overseas. They don't know about our own cuisine because it's never been seen as 
uh, a, a dining. So the the pop out restaurant, what we normally do is we serve it at the first eleven course. We're going to be launching on the twenty ninth, but throughout the whole year we've been doing uh, the the pop out restaurant. So the eleven course is inspired also by. Your Corsa, Venda, Zonga. So in that 11 course, we're going through mm-hmm. our own African cuisine, but tasting, but small little portion. So that people can understand that we are there. Cause you go, there's no scent, there's no pop, there's no, uh, some form of, even Mohodu, you know. Mm-hmm. And I say this in the greatest of respect, like a lot of white people never took the chance to learn our food, but, the proper restaurant, what it does, it's bringing in a revelation. If you can eat my food and I can eat your food. So we can actually sit in the table and have a chat and food brings people together. Mm, so, yeah, yeah. You, like your passion. I l- wow. <laughs> your, yeah, your, I, I get your, very your, passionate. <laughs> like we need a whole yeah. hour for you, yeah. just for you, for yeah, you. There's so many things, your, you know. Your, your. Like, uh, you know, also uh, in, in terms of business, uh, sorry mm, to cut mm, you mm. off, uh, uh when I started, I never knew that I wanted to be an entrepreneur or something to to be a chef. What happened is, God is great. Uh, what happened is that one time. of my all the time, mm. absolutely. So one of my my friends' mom told me, I don't know how much Tarzan was so famous. So I took a kitchen curtain and swung and <laughs> fell into a big pot of pumpkin. Wow. With uh, flavors in there, <laughs> so I don't know. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So uh, I. God had already planned that yeah. He wants me to be the sh- But I never knew So I came across it When I went to the college And mm. and I just took it To another level You know I went out there I've, I've worked with The the best chefs in the country Like Chef David Higgs mm. uh, I've won competitions Like the six, second uh, I became the second uh, Junior chef of the year Unilever I've been in the wow. top uh, Club up uh, Pizza challenge Top five uh, mm. I became third for the Play to win. I've, oh, oh, I was also the at, at the age of twenty three. The highlight of my career is when I, went, I met Jenny Morris when I was a head chef mm. at Le Hot African Cuisine. So I launched a book with Jenny Morris. We'll uh, get to that. <laughs> we will get to that. Sorry, Leroy. Let me just talk to I Leroy. Get too excited. <laughs> you do, <laughs> and it's okay. Yeah, the passion. Yeah, <laughs> it's there. No, you. no, no. Leroy, tell us about cool ideas. Tell cool us about ideas. your business. Yeah. Yeah. So Cool Ideas is a uh, five bits of the home and five bits of the business ISP. We basically provide high speed internet um, wherever there is fiber coverage. Uh, we're live on 23 different networks going on 24 different networks. Mm. Uh, these are open access networks. So it means that there's multiple ISPs that can take part in uh, providing internet connectivity on a Vumatel or a Arctatel, Frogfoot. Uh, the list goes on. Uh, we're, Live on 23 of those We're number one In about four or five of those At the moment And and how did you enter This industry Because I know It's it's probably It's very technical yes. um, How how did you get into it So um, Look Cool Idea started out As a data backup company uh, Back in 2010 um, And then uh, the by, by founders Paul Butchie And uh, Andre Euster They then saw the need For connectivity In a, in a suburb called uh, Parkhurst um, where they created their own point-to-point network um, for uh, Wi-Fi. Um, and then, you know, a few years later, Vumital came in and decided that Parkhurst was going to be the pilot suburb for rolling out of Vumital, uh, fiber in, into the ground. Um, they offered an open access um, network. So we, we got into that, moving away from the IT support and data backup stuff, seeing this more lucrative and there's more of a need for connectivity in these areas. Mm. Oh, nice. mm-hmm. oh, okay. Mm. So, you know, with, with conne- connectivity, yes. um, I know there are certain areas that where you can't 
connect yes. you know and and there's certain options that you can get in terms of if i live in a township um maybe i don't know and you you can correct me mm. maybe fiber optic would not be a solution for me how 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 do you define the reach and where where are you guys based so we're very much reliant on where the fiber line providers decide to go um mm. they obviously haven't tapped into the likes of any townships at the moment but there are talks of um, extending this reach, mm. uh, it's beneficial to the public. There are various solutions, um, you know, alternatives for people to in the township. In in the townships, you have your LTE options. Um, that, but that are they are, are those best solutions? Because I feel that in a in a in a township area, um, you are more likely not to get fast efficient. I mean, mm. I live in Pretoria, sure, and we have twenty Wi-Fi. Mm. It's terrible. Yeah. It's terrible, it's terrible, it's <laughs> terrible. And when you do connect, it's slow. Yeah. You yeah. know? And very intermittent. So, yeah. And, yeah. and I want to know that what, what are the best solutions for people? Let's say entrepreneurs that are operating mm-hmm. businesses within the township. What are, because we don't live in your park coast, you yes, don't live in yes. your sand down. Yes. What are the best solutions for, for entrepreneurs in the townships? At this point in time, I would say the LTE solutions are, are the best solutions, but there are plans to roll out fiber to, um, areas, township areas, and and sort of low um, your areas that that you, as you say, Parkhurst was focused on by these big corporations. Um, I think what they're seeing now is the value to reaching more people as they grow, um, and that is the people in the townships and the the less income areas. Um, it, they're finding it is important because a lot of your entrepreneurs are coming from these areas. They're very passionate and. Even the school children who require um, access to internet for projects and that, it is a big concern for these um, mm. companies. And they are starting to become more passionate about that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, I mean, your last point is a very good point because, uh, and to Tsukho's point, earlier point on the slowness of the connectivity. Yes. I mean, when, I suppose, when these things were thought of, it was to, to, to assist um, school children, unemployed youth, to sort of beef up their CVs and try find employment, um, but in your predictions, how soon would that be? When you say there are talks, um, um, can you at least give us an indication sure. of where the talks are? So, if you look at about four years ago when the first fiber to the home connection started, we could never have imagined how fast it would have rolled out or how it spread like wildfire to this point where it is now, and how many homes are passed. So if you had asked me this about two to three years ago, I'd say to you, I don't have a definitive answer. But I could say, you know, in the next two, max two years, you'd probably see this being rolled out into, Mm. into those areas that, um, that you would never have thought they would ever go to. Um, it's Mm. more of a concern for these, um, business leaders now than it ever has been. Mm. So Mm. what kind of investment is involved, uh, in rolling out to these, um, well, I'd say outskirts? Uh, or townships, um, what kind of investment is involved? Is it um, a thing that uh, entrepreneurs or well-established businessmen mm. with the muscle, the financial muscle, yes. or is it a relationship with government as well? Uh, what needs to happen for these things to be? I think it could happen on both parts. I think if government uh, realized how beneficial it would be, they could move and come to the party a lot sooner. But at this point in time, it is your um, businessmen with, with the financial muscle that would be able to fund this a lot quicker. Um, obviously, there's various uh, bureaucracies that they go through um, in order for government to roll these things out. Where it comes to the, the independent um, man with, with money, 
they could roll out a lot quicker. Yeah. Uh, that's just from the FNO point of view. From yeah. an ISP <laughs> point of view, either, either entity could roll out. And if they offered it as open access, we would jump on that. Mm. Mm. Oh. No, I'm glad that, op- um, um, ca- I mean, <coughs> sorry, companies like Cool Ideas have found those opportunities where you can, you can, you can drive internet connectivity. Or, you know, I wouldn't know the, the, the language that you guys speak. No, sure. But then, um, uh, uh, for, for, for businesses, it's so important to get, I mean, connectivity is something that we are living now. Data, we're living by data. Yes. You know, so. I'll come back to cool sure. ideas. Um, Melusi, my favorite person. No, no. And I love the fact that we've got food today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how I do things. You know, our lunch chocolates. Is, yeah. Uh, but oh since the crew, I brought uh, the chicken curry and the mukhuru that went to a private school. Ooh. No, I'll, I'll I'll send you our office address. You can deliver anytime. Yeah, not a problem. Anytime. Yeah. So you've worked with various five star restaurants. Yes. And um, you've worked with the likes of. I mentioned Chef Benny Masogaming because I love him so much and I followed yeah. his MasterChef journey. Yeah. When, where did you find your passion for food? Apart from your pumpkin pot <laughs> story. <laughs> Actually, what happened is I was still at college here in South Africa because I also went abroad to go study. So what happened is that I met uh, Chef Palising Modunga. Mm. So when I went to the college, I, I wasn't even keen in cooking because, you know, when you, you come from a township, you, you're not very excited. It's like, ah, you like, ah, come on, man. You can't be mm. cooking. Frying yeah. egg isn't easy, man. Mm. You can't do. Yeah. So, uh, Paliseng Modunga, actually, he's the one who is like, no, dude, I remember the first Info Chef that we went to was 2006. So as we went to the Info Chef, uh, it was, uh, a white lady as we walked into the receptionist with Bali saying uh Tumi Mulosi uh Mululeki uh, no no not Mululeki uh Tumi Mulosi uh Manskap and Haywood Nare. So as we walked in that's where I found my true passion. Have you ever felt like you walk in a place and see that mm. this is where I belong? I belong yeah. So what happened is that there was a black and white lady, a, a black lady and an Indian lady and a white lady. So as I was greeting all of them, I was like, Hey, how are you? How are you doing? And all that. I haven't faced, uh, so the, the, I, I, I haven't faced the back. So it's where all the chefs and the food are at. So. What really happened? So as I was greeting the 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 black, it's like Munja and Mama Sapila. It's like yo, umtana mwazo angbuli saka mnandi kanch. Ubuya gupeka. I was like ah, mean we are like so it. And she was like no, 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 no. Umtana. I mean, I was like oh, where I originate. So I explained to her and that I'm from Free Free State. And and I asked her, is like what what's happening? Is like so what's gonna happen? So while she was, she explained every, while she was, exp- I couldn't stop the smell of a good croissant from the backside, you know, mm. you know, good coffee and it's a buffet and everything. So I turned around, I was like, is this all for us? <laughs> She's like, yeah. I was like, yo, 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 the mom's so serious. She's like, yeah. Don't worry, just sit down. What you need to do is just fill in the forms and, and, and you go through everything. So she told me you're going to get breakfast, lunch and things. I was like, it was lunch and no cocktail actually. I was like, shit, that's a lot for cause and it was 2006. So not for 95 rand, imagine how, how much it, it, it was. It, it wasn't that lot, you know, mm. to, to have a breakfast and a lunch and a cocktail. Mm. So I filled in the forms, went in as soon as I turned around, yo, <laughs> there was this big buff guys, you mm. know, chefs with medals, colors and everything. And imagine now how skinny I am. 
at that age, I was around 19, uh, so I was very skinny. So I'm looking at all these guys. So I have to pass through to get to the other side of the gold, which is the buffet. I just wanted to taste the breakfast and have all that. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I, I, I ended up uh, passing by everyone. And I don't know, there's, there's, there's this thing, uh, you know, that I love about Zulu people. Zulu people are direct. So as I was walking past everyone, I was like, sorry, sorry, sorry. You understand? Mm. You've been seeing me, you understand? Mm. So, yeah, that's where I got all my inspiration. The 2006 Info Chef, and then I started uh, in 2008. That's where I went for my competition. Mm-hmm. And and I think a question for both to both of you, um, Leroy and Melusi, is that was there ever an op- um, um in in your business journeys? You know, was there ever a time where you had to create an opportunity for yourself? Yes, uh, I've, I've created a lot of opportunities. Uh, the first time I was, the first, uh, job that I got as a, at, at the age of 23, you, you don't get that a title as a head chef. I never knew much. I never knew anything. So I became the head chef of the Lhotla 400 seater and I wasn't exposed, but my, G, my GM told me, don't worry. I'll guide you and teach you about everything. So. While I was uh, running the whole hotel, so my life was based there. So we sp- we spend enormous time in in a restaurant. We spend twelve hours to sixteen hours. We rest. We don't have a life actually. So the only life it's your family and your cooking and the close friends that you have. You don't really la- have a lot of friends. So what I did, I was running out of ideas because of overworking myself. You understand? So what I did, uh, I went to. Uh, who's the South African Chefs Association now? Uh, James Cosey. He was just across. So I used to read a lot uh, about chefing and all that. So I went to him just for advice. So he's, he became my mentor, my coach, and started directing me to the right people. You know, understand? So I started meeting like the best chefs, like Siabulela Gobo, who was part of the team of SA, went to the Olympics, uh, Kelvin Joel, and he had also the, uh, the Benima Sekweng. Mm. I, I met, uh, who's this? Sia. Through Penny second, because they were they had a, a, a group at what it's called at Panchinello's in four ways. It's called the Chef of Distinction. So they do it every month. So that's where I met Penny second, cooking with Penny second. So I started meeting all these great chefs because what I did, I sacrificed myself in mm-hmm. doing two jobs. So wh- whatever that I did, uh, I used to work at the Saxon. At the as soon as I knock off at Lahore, I would go to the Saxon, or I would go to. Oh, wow. To uh, Panchinello's just to get more experience. So mm. uh, nothing was given. I just went out there to just grab the opportunity. Mm. So mm. yeah. Mm. Leroy? Yeah. Uh, if you look at my history with Cool Ideas, um, I was employee number four. Uh, so the, the other three employees were the directors and founding members. Mm. Um, I started as the, the road tech who would go and do the installs, um, you know, on a day to day basis running around. Um, I had to take opportunities. I had to make opportunities for myself. I believe immersing myself into my day-to-day tasks and sacrificing my after-hour time um, really was my step to taking my opportunity to then being promoted to the division manager and then thereafter to general manager of operations at uh, Cool Ideas. Um, it was a lot of time, effort, um, but mm. there was definitely a lot of moves I made to make sure that I uh, took the opportunities that were there. And if they weren't there, try to make those opportunities. Yeah. So um, I'm, I'm running out of time, but I just want you guys to just uh, give advice to someone who, Melusi, an upcoming chef, 
who probably has no hope or no information. They don't have experience of traveling abroad and, uh, you know, getting to, to meet the likes of the professional chefs that you've met. What advice would you give to this person? Uh, I would like to give advice in, in regards of a chef patron and also an entrepreneur. As a chef, I think <coughs> you need to dedicate yourself. You understand? When, when I came into this industry, they told me the first thing, you need to forget about your friends. And I never understood until I was in there. And then, uh, uh, secondly, it's work ethic, having the right attitude. You need to have the right attitude as yourself. Don't be grumpy because someone is telling you something that you need. At, at the end of the day, <laughs> the universe doesn't care about you. If you don't look after yourself, it, it won't look after you. Mm. So it's, it's work ethic, uh, attitude and grab the opportunities out there and don't go for, for in terms of business, don't go for being the biggest, go for being the best. You mm. understand? Because it mm. becomes so easier Preach. as a, mm. yeah, yeah. Buzz, as a human buzz. being. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, uh, in terms of entrepreneur, I've, I've had some, some serious breakdown. I'm, I'm still having a, a bit of financial problems in terms of equipment, buying a few things, but I, can I just share this story? Just a little story. What happened? And that's the thing which inspired me into going to entrepreneur. You remember when Snoop Dogg was, suppo- uh, was supposed to come into the country and perform at Ellis Park? And then they sent him back because he had Kush. <laughs> so, yeah. Like so, we were there, yeah, actually. Yeah, yeah. It was four of us. It was, again, Haywood, uh, Humulemo, and... I don't remember the dead guy. I'm, I, I'm sorry, mm, but uh, there were four of us. So what happened is that we calculated the cost, the profit before doing the actual right. costing. And we're like, okay, you're going to take uh. out 350. You're going to take out 250. You're going to take out 250 and you're going to take out 250. So it's a thousand. We buy 400 rolls. We sell them for 10 rand. It's 4,000. You understand? Mm. Guess what on that day? We made a thousand rand. No, a thousand one hundred. For not doing the costing as we were counting after the whole event. And then we looked at that hundred rand. It was a fake note. Oh. <laughs> so, uh, you know, you need to be very inquisitive. You need to be yeah. very precise in whatever that you do in business. You need to put your heart out when you're doing business. So, yeah, I've learned a lot. And that was like in 2008 before I started getting into business. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I feel like we need an hour for you. Yeah. Have to bring yeah. Please. I'm ready. Leroy, your advice? Yeah. My advice is learn, learn, and learn some more. Mm. Um, there's not enough you can know about your trade. And the more you know, the more confident you are. Mm. Um, and take chances. Take chances, man. You never know what opportunity might come your way. Mm. Um, but but never give up hope. Always yeah. know your trade. Take those chances, and um, yeah, reach for the stars. TK, yeah. do you have advice? Um, well, <laughs> I don't know if it's advice, but I I just wanted to pick up on what Melissa was saying. Um, I mean, and 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 some of what Leroy just said. Uh, every time you know, and I always say this: every time a professor uh, graduates. Uh, and it gets to speak about his journey or her journey into how she studied they they always tell you that um i've just realized that i know so little i need more yeah. uh, you know Absolutely. so i think yeah so the brain is just is is just that it just needs feeding and you yeah. just need to mm. keep reading you never material. stop learning <laughs> and also yeah never stop learning yeah, yeah. um also 
reach out to 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 people whom you admire yep. and these days it's so easy because you you have them on instagram on social media yes. just pop them a message and say look dude i i like what you're doing i uh, can i get five minutes of your time and don't stop keep knocking keep knocking keep knocking one yes. day the door will fall mm. yes. melusi we you've got food for us today quickly tell us what do you have what are uh, we having I've for lunch i made the malamohodu that went to a private school the reason why i call it that the malamohodu that went to, went a, to a, a private school okay uh, it, it's the <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, uh, the, the, the how we cook it. You know, normally just mukhodi, they just boil it and then and the smell. And then, the yeah, smell. the smell. Yeah. So what I've done, I've actually cooked it in water, added a bit of onion, bay leaves, uh, rosemary, garlic, so I, I can kill the smell. Mm. And then mm. obviously I'll get their stock. So after getting the stock, I took out the the uh, what's this, the mukhodi, put it on the side, cut it into nice strips, made a nice chewy onion, you know, red pepper, robot, mm. you know, uh, and then braised it nicely with a bit of red wine vinegar, red wine and uh, a bit of stock, and let it reduce and simmer quickly so that the infl- the flavors can infuse inside. Mm. Uh, yeah, and it yeah, goes yeah. with the uh, beetroot samp. <laughs> uh, beetroot samp meaning it's a one dish. Uh, beetroot yeah. samp, and then uh, it's got pickled butternut, butternut puree, uh, pumpkin seeds, everything that we make, and. And even in the food food truck, uh, as soon as we launch it, it's, it's everything's gonna be made from scratch. And then the second dish, uh, I made a pineapple chutney with curry, chicken curry. So pineapple chutney was also made from scratch. It serves with the raita, uh, papadoms, uh, uh, tomato, red onion salsa, and uh, it tombo luchete. So, oh so unfortunately, that's how ah. I serve it. I didn't bring it tombo. <laughs> Oh yeah, my yeah, word. but you I brought rice. Me. I owe you. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry about that, but uh, definitely, no, it's, you it's, owe me. You owe the flavor is uh, mm. you're gonna love. At the end of the day, it's all about understanding the yeah. con- the concept where we're going. You know, because uh, mm. I feel that if you put your heart into it. People will understand where mm. you go, you're going. You understand what I mean? Ah, yeah. thank you. Wow. So <laughs> as we wrap up, um, I need you guys to give us contact details. Where can people get hold of you? Where can people get to your restaurant? Give yeah. us contact details in 30 seconds. Okay. So uh, with Cool Ideas, it's uh, cisp.co.za, which stands for Cool Ideas Service Provider. Uh, you can get us hold of us on the uh, social medias. So Twitter is Cool Ideas underscore ZA. Um, Instagram is Cool Ideas underscore Fiber. And then Facebook is Cool Ideas Service Provider. Um, yeah. That's awesome. Uh, you can catch us at the Sky Rooftop Market where we, uh, on Saturdays, every Saturday, uh, we'll be doing artistic music, uh, live band, spoken words. So there's different every kind Saturday. of, every Saturday starts from 10 till late. But you, uh, you can contact me on 062. Where is Sky Rooftop Bar? At Maboning, 92 okay. Decades, Fox Street. Sorry All about right. that. And then, uh, also it's 062, my number, it's 887-8977. And then my email address, if you need any help in terms of, cause what, uh, what we normally do, we recruit people who still want to learn about cooking. So that's oh, why, how mm. we're giving back. So mm. that's why I'm giving out the information. So can, oh, uh, husbands also come through because, yeah, yeah. actually, yeah. yeah, 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 you know, you, you know, I was, there's an yes, opportunity I have one like minute. Yeah, I have know. one minute. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> what we normally do is try and uh, what we, what we're working on is, is, Getting couples, it doesn't matter if you're gay or uh, mm. married, mm. but just couples and then teach them how to cook homey meal. Because wow, nowadays, nice. you know, uh, a lot of women, no offense, I say this in the greatest of respect, 
you guys don't know how to cook. So, you know, it, it would be <laughs> thank fun. You, thank <laughs> you, Mama. It is offensive, actually. There goes your whole interview, Mama. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm sorry. I've seen a lot of people who don't. So, it, it just brings in a, a, a good environment to you and in between the relationship and also learning how sure. to cook. So, yeah, uh, you can catch me at gibson.twala3 at gmail.com. It's a, a double B, Gibson, dot mm. Twala, no H, D, uh, W, A, L, A, three mil, uh, three mil, three, three at gmail.com. Oh, okay. Yeah. Awesome. So. That brings us to the end of our show. Thank you so much for joining. Yeah. Thank you so much to my guest, my special guest. Um, we are out. Thank you for inviting we are us. Out. Thank you so much. Yeah, um, we'll see you next week in another edition of 360 Biz. This is cliffcentral.com.